Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we are discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello, family, and welcome to Good News with Twanda Black. I am your host. We talk with folks from all walks of life about their good news because ultimately, if your fans, friends, family, uh, if your folks are having good news, you're having good news. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my next guest. Joining us today is Renee Miller. She is the founder of The Love Camp. Got to hear all about that. And she's a certified love coach. Girl, you got to tell me about that. How are you today? I'm fabulous. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, first of all, tell me about being a love coach. What does that mean? Sure. Well, first of all, we know that there's a need for more love in the world. And I don't know if you would agree with that, but I definitely think there's I a do. And I also think there's more of a need, more specifically in the African-American community um, because of our historical past. Uh, so a love coach is essentially someone someone who teaches you how to love via coaching, whether it's romantic relationships, sibling, you know, family, yeah. or even looking at moving into the corporate space. But right mm -hmm. now we're focusing specifically on men and women relationships because we feel those are the ones that need it the most and uh, learning best practices around how to love better and what that looks like is what we focus on. So I'm going to ask you though, now, what do you think? And I know this is probably a loaded question that you cannot answer in this time limit, <laughs> but, but what are the real challenges of love in today's environment? I would definitely say the number one thing I see is common culture uh, perpetuates um, stereotypes, um, practices that are unhealthy, like habits mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of us are adopting. Um, I would say those are the main two, but then I will also say the other thing that's really showing up that I've seen a lot of my clients is just not knowing how to love, never seeing it. And we're moving at a time where technology has got us in some ways moving further and further away from intimacy and vulnerability mm -hmm. and, you know, really being transparent. Everything is behind the screen. And, you know, it doesn't, a text doesn't replace a voice. Right. And a live voice doesn't replace a, a voice on the phone. And so mm -hmm. this kind of going back to some of the things that worked while, you know, redefining how we need to show up in this time is what's really most important. Hmm. And I, you know, uh, I, I, I'm kind of studying a little bit on how uh, technology has changed the way we are as people you know, as human beings. Yeah. Like, it's really interesting. Yeah. And especially the pandemic, I think, causes us <laughs> to have to accept things that are unconscious to us. Yeah. We've gotten used to, I mean, in three years or two and a half years behind the screen, we've gotten used to certain things that we may not even know the long-term effect, even when there was already a culture that was struggling. I think mm -hmm. that um, particularly what I've noticed is that we have trouble with being vulnerable, whether it's our context, whether it's what we see growing up, whether it's no one ever taught us how to be vulnerable and then add to that behind the computer, yeah. add to that ways that, um, in some ways kind of create, um, 
automatic way of being and mm. not necessarily your authentic transparency. So. Right, right. You know, and, and it's funny that you're saying that. I was in a, a meeting on yesterday and the subject was uh, about, and this was a clinical uh, meeting, and it was talking about the superwoman schema and talking about how, um, you know, we feel like we can't be vulnerable. Uh, everything's okay. We can fix everything. We don't rest. We feel like we have to be strong. I mean, it was, it was just so many things. I was like, wow. I mean, I was just sitting there going, wow. Okay. Okay. You know, and, and not only the black woman, but I think every woman, and then you've got some men that some of those questions apply to some of the men as well. Yeah. And I think, I think for the black woman in particular, we have that and. So that's the thing, like, you know, being human in itself is challenging. We yeah. all have our own traumas, but I think add to it the historical yes. days and, you know, centuries of trauma that just keep being carried over. Mm -hmm. I think add to our internal conversations that is a reflection of how we show up in the world. Right. And I think the, the, the reason why the love camp is so powerful is because we give people permission to give themselves permission to put that down. Like mm -hmm. we create spaces to be like, listen, <laughs> yeah. let's really talk about this. Let's really have the honest, vulnerable, real conversation in a, in a safe space. And then let's look at what do we want to create different because right. we have to exist, but mm -hmm. we, the goal is not to just survive. The goal is to thrive and we right. say it, we hear it, but how do we do that? And, and how do you want to, like you say, show up in the world? Exactly. You know, um, do you want to show up as that loving grandmother or that loving woman or just that woman? Exactly. You know? It's it's a big difference because you look at historically, you look at our parents and our grandparents and how they loved. They only loved the way they knew how to love, which wasn't really an intimate love. You yeah. know, um, I, some of my aunts and uncles say they never heard the word I love you. From their parent and i was like what really no yeah. so i mean you, you you go back to childhood and oh and and I, i'm not sure if you do that that childhood exercise where you that thing is hard we do we it's we hard. go and it's extremely hard but it's, yeah. it's so necessary to like understand who you are That's right. what internal internal messages are at play because a lot of times we don't even know, like one of the things we do at the Love Camp is we talk about when was you first introduced to love? What's the first time you remember being introduced to love and what messages do you have about it? Right, right. And sometimes people's concept of, of what love is, is unhealthy, but it's all they know. And that's, that's right. The umbrella of love. It's under mm -hmm. the definition of love. And so it's convoluted with things that don't support them and don't, encourage healthy love but it's what they know and so sometimes right. you have to like go to the core basics what is love mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. things like love hurts no love doesn't hurt how you interpret the experience with love the components that were in there when you love somebody hurt but you know just kind of doing some of the work is is probably the biggest challenge it is it's it's difficult i was going through it with another group and um 
boy, I don't think I made it out of five year old. <laughs> I didn't make it out of that group, but you know, it, it was just so difficult. I, you know, eventually I did, but I had to stop right there and just, just take it all in from childhood. And a lot of us don't even know what happened to us in childhood, but that's like you said, that's where we formed those ideas about love. And so it, it's amazing. Yeah. When I was 12, I actually made a decision with my father who was on his dying bed that I would save other black men who were ill because I couldn't save him. Mm. Every man that I connected with seriously were ill, like almost terminal ill because my father died. And I didn't know that at 12, I made a decision to save other black men because I couldn't save my dad. I was trying to get to him. Mm-hmm. He died like an hour before I got to the hospital and he was still in the bed. First person I ever seen dead was my father. Wow. So can you imagine how that shaped my decision? Yes. And then once I realized that I had to make a new agreement, it, it was like, I was 47 when I realized like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm picking because I couldn't save my father. Now I'm making all these serious decisions for men that I that I think need me, but yeah. there was a cause. So that is amazing, Renee. Absolutely. And you know, you know, it's funny when we when we do get the realizations and we sit back, it, either you gotta deal with it or you don't. You just keep brushing it, you know, pushing it down. Keep keep mm-hmm. keep it stepping, keep it stepping. Because you know that's what we do. That's we just we don't do. That's what happened. I'm gonna keep stepping. I'm not yep. gonna even deal with that. Yep. And, and and when you get that realization, and you have to sit in it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Whew. Wow. That's all I can say is wow on it you. Takes oh my God. Weeks, if not months or months. years, to yeah. sit in it because it's easier to like push past, and it's easier to like create the automatic response. Like I'm yes. big on that because I realize how much. I was functioning in automatic response. Mm-hmm, like that was mm-hmm. my defense mechanism. Just keep going. Yeah. Mom, dad, keep going. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got to be strong. I got to be strong for everybody else. Let me just keep strong. moving. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, and seriously, this conversation could go on forever because there's so much to, to, to uncover and to talk about when you talk about love. Yes. So let's talk about the love camp. Why did you create the love camp? Sure. So the love camp is my passion project for initially black women in the black community. And that is, you know, for the last 20 years or so where my heart space has been, um, whether I'm talking about love or just in love with love or just trying to help match up, pair up somebody or serial dating myself. And it, started as a way i went to uh tanzania in 2021 and when we were coming back on the plane me and the founder of tide tours just started really talking about how our black women need more love more more options more healthy relationships a lot of us have given up i was saying that a lot of my clients had just given up on love and they were Mm -hmm. like women that had it going on like got all the other stuff but no love and it just broke my spirit. Like mm-hmm. it just, and I, at the time, I didn't, wasn't in a relationship, but I was like, I am not giving up on love. I just won't. Mm-hmm. And before the plane ride was over, we had a whole like 
how I needed to create the love camp to really offer options and healthy love. And then it morphed into, well, if our black women are healthy, but our black men are not, who are they going to date? Right. And so mm -hmm. that turned into let's have retreats and let's bring in both groups because at the end of the day, we don't see each other. We have our own conversations about each other in our heads. And it really is a passion project to help the individual, the couple and the community. Mm, I love it. You, you do that. And, and um, uh, my friend uh, introduced me to you because she went to Tanzania with you last year and she said it changed her uh, I think forever and uh and and of course uh she's single and and not dating and but it changed her perception about love and about herself Indeed. so I know that you have some camps coming up talk about that for a moment Sure. So we have three camps coming up that we're super excited about. We have the Love Camp that's in Savannah, Georgia. That's coming up June 22nd through June 25th. That's our domestic one. Um, it's a couple's retreat and it's a small intimate space. We're keeping it small. We want it no more than five couples because the idea is to keep it small enough that we can have those uh, authentic conversations along with visiting uh, a Black-owned winery having our own wine that we'll make, going on romantic uh, excursions, and really doing the Love Camp curriculum. Me and my love will be the curators at that event, along with another um, talented uh, author who is also a certified love coach. And then we have uh, one coming up in Tanzania. That's uh, October 3rd to 13th, which we're super excited about. This is a longer one. So this gives those individuals who want to be certified as love coaches to join us because mm -hmm. they have the opportunity to coach with myself and my love and our brilliant curators, learn the skill with the participants are there. And then we have Bali that's coming up and that'll be December 10th through the 22nd. And again, that's a phenomenal opportunity to get certified as a coach because we want love. We want foot soldiers for love out there. There's no way we can do this on our own. So we want to see more folks who want to learn the skill of coaching, learn the skill of healthy relationship building and go out and be an asset for our communities. I love that. Now, I love it. I do. <laughs> um, so, you know what? And it made me just think about uh, family relationships and relationships with friends. Because when you talk about love, it's not just that intimate partner. It's about life. Universal, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking, now, what kind of person would you consider to be a coach? Would, would people who are having issues... Folks who are finished with the issues, folks who are teachable, what kind of people would you consider as coaches? So one, I would say the first thing is people that believe that healthy love is important. Whether you're practicing it is another thing, but it's first and foremost, coaches are people, love coaches are best when they believe that healthy relationships are important. Mm -hmm. And then I would say also it's individuals that are coachable because um, as you know, your friend came and I coached her and she was <laughs> phenomenal. Like I, of course I use the skill of coaching, but coaching can be confronting, you know, she, like she yes. said, I didn't expect this. Yeah. And, and so it has to be someone that is willing, uh, to learn the skill of coaching, 
Um, and then I would also say someone who really wants to serve because coaching is about serving. It's not about telling people your thoughts or your opinions. It's about right. guiding them. Mm -hmm. So you have to be willing to want to serve because once you get the skill, people are going to need you. I, I, there's so many people that need help in their relationships. Like you said, romantic, you know, friendship family we we need those skills and so those are the three main criteria i would say are the ideal candidate the okay. rest we can work on you can work with it all right all right all right now tell folks how to reach out to you uh learn more about the love camp to learn more about uh your counseling your coaching uh, i guess it would be coaching not say counseling and um, just to learn more about the organization in general. Sure. So one of the things that's really important for us is that we want people to join our community. So if people are on Facebook, that's the number one way because we're encouraging people to synergize and join with us. That's where you learn all the things that we have going on. And that's on Facebook. It's the Love Camp community. Um, but if you want to talk to me directly, you can text me um, and just say Love Camp Interest at 240-415-8559. And then I will make sure that I reach back out or um, one of my assistants will reach out and we'll make sure we support uh, your request. You can also email us at info at thelovecamp.co. All so right. To get in touch with us. And we're on social mm -hmm. media as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. At the Love Camp? Yes. At the Love Camp. Well, it's the Love Camp, the Love Camp official on okay. Instagram. All right. All right. Renee, it's been a joy talking with you today. And we look forward to hearing more about the Love Camp uh, and, and maybe seeing you at one of the events this year. But thank you so much for taking time to join us today. You're welcome. And thanks for having me. You're welcome. Ah, didn't you just love that guest? She was phenomenal. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. Watch the show via PGN TV on all your digital streaming apps or visit us at pgntv.org. We'll see you next time for some more good news. I'm Twanda Black. God bless you.